It ain't like he went looking for trouble. Devontae just ain't go push some random motherfucker. Uh -oh. I agree, because that's not Devontae Adams. That's not who he is, right? Even if he helped that nigga up, nothing was going to change the fact. The dude was still going to sue him. Like, it didn't matter, though. Like, <laughs> he a car. Yeah, no, even no, if someone no. hits you with a car and exactly. they come out and check on you, you still go cast the check. Live pod. Damn, damn, son, where'd you find this? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 88 of the Fly Route Podcast. I'm Anthony, a.k.a. Tony Playboy, a.k.a. Gameball Tony, and I'm here with the guys. Y'all got any a.k.a.s for yourself today? Hey, a.k.a. Zappy Hour, a.k.a. No Coordinator Needed, a.k.a. Tweed Street, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, I'm bringing it back to baseball, a.k.a. Yankees chase for 28. Until they're knocked out of the playoffs, That I'm, my a.k.a.s are going to be baseball-based. But this is a football pod. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. We know how you rock it, Sam. All right. Ace Cliff, a.k.a. The Glove, a.k.a. Another one for the rush. But we're going to see. See how you act this week, though. Boy, let Dak come back Gosh and start hours. losing some games. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. All right, all right, y'all. So we got a lot of great things to get into with y'all this week. We're going to break down week six of the NFL season, as well as give you some of our reactions from the last week in sports, which has been insane, and our reactions to what we saw in week five. Sam is going to kick us off with the news. All right, like Anthony said, a lot of shit has happened this week, so buckle in. And, and it, as Anthony said before the pod, buffoonery is at an all-time high, and injuries are <laughs> at an all-time high. So uh, I'm not even going to be able to list all the people that are injured. So if I didn't say your favorite player, your favorite team has players that are hurt, don't be mad at me. There are too many people hurt. The, the NFL has been brutal the last week. So starting off, Seahawks running back Rashad Penny's out for the year after suffering a fractured fibula versus the Saints. That means that the majority of the starting running back touches will go to the rookie, Kenneth Walker III. So uh, if you're playing fantasy, that's someone definitely whose stock is going up. Patriots. You ain't got him yet. He gone. Yeah. Probably <laughs> that's good to win a couple weeks. You pick up, you could have this week or, or going forward. Because it's just it goes from two running backs to one there, so that's all. Um, another running back that's hurt: Patriots running back Damian Harris. He's expected to miss multiple weeks with a hamstring injury. That leaves Ramondre Stevenson in a position to get a majority of the rushing share in that offense. Baker Mayfield, the Panthers quarterback, has a high ankle sprain, so PJ Walker is in line to start uh, versus the Rams this weekend, Bengals wide receiver T Higgins is considered day to day with an ankle sprain. Didn't practice today. Um, Brown's corner Denzel Ward is in concussion protocol. Um, they also cut quarterback Josh Rosen from the practice squad, which pretty crazy given, uh, how high he was drafted a few years ago and just the trajectory of his career. He been cut by somebody dead teams. Yeah. yeah he Yo, he awesome savages. <laughs> he tried. Hey, remember when they thought he was more NFL ready than Lamar Jackson, though? He came in talking that cash, too. He was, he was saying about like Red Sam Darnold and stuff, too. I was like, bro, what are y'all seeing Sam Darnold or Baker? Even, uh, uh, what's the quarterback name for Pittsburgh? 
Trubisky, even when he came out of Carolina, I was like, why is he so high? He's not that good. Bro, okay, that's just bad, bad team management. All right. Yeah, so one, pour one out for Josh Rosen. Pour one out for all those guys. Honestly. <laughs> uh, some of them are still on teams, though. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> the, the Packers quarterback, set out practice today with a thumb injury. He's expected to play Sunday, though, according to Matt LaFleur. Falcons tied in Kyle Pitts returned to practice today after missing Sunday's game. The commanders got a ton of guys out uh, running back, Jonathan Williams, Jahan Dotson, uh, tied in Logan Thomas, Sam Cosme, William Jackson, third, Percy Butler, De'Ami Brown, uh, questionable. Uh, Cowboys quarterback, Prescott yes, returned to practice today. He was throwing, but backup Cooper Rush is expected to start this weekend versus the Eagles. They'll work Dak in. I guess an easier start the next week. You know who they have after that, Cliff? Detroit. Oh, okay. oh yeah. That makes sense. The worst, <laughs> defense, the worst defense in the league versus one of the best. So that, that hey, top, top uh, high up offense, though. Top offense, though. Yep, yep. Not this past week, but. No, they got <laughs> <laughs> they, they still got to be top five even after dropping zero. <laughs> even after dropping zero, yo. Hey. Yeah, they just got. A little bit. Old Bigel did it again. Yeah. <laughs> also for the Cowboys, tight end Dalton Schultz was limited in practice today. Same with defensive end Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons did not practice with a groin injury. So all of that should factor into big games uh, this weekend versus the Eagles. Cardinals got a ton of injuries at running back, especially James Conner is dealing with a rib issue. Uh, he was listed as a DMP in today's practice estimation. I didn't see if he actually end up, ended up practicing at all, but he was at least listed this morning as expected to not practice. Daryl Williams is also hurt, sprained knee, and will be out this week. And Jonathan Ward uh, was placed on injury reserve. So, uh, Eno Benjamin, stock is up in fantasy, at least for this week, but maybe also going forward. The Ravens got a host of injuries. Rashad Bateman and O-lineman Ronnie Stanley didn't practice today. Marcus Williams put in an IR with a dislocated wrist, but not expected to be a season-ending injury. Uh, Tredavious White returned to practice today for the Bills, but not expected to play Sunday. Isaiah McKenzie, their wide receivers, and concussion protocol. That's it for the injuries. Like I said, not actually it, but uh, it's going to have to be enough. Yeah, 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 this will have to be enough. <laughs> and on the non-injury side of news, Commanders, Commanders coach Ron Rivera, when asked uh, the difference between the success other teams were having in the division versus the Commanders, his only response was one word. It was quarterback, seeming to imply Carson Wentz was not the reason they were having more success. Apparently, Rivera addressed Wentz and the team and apologized, and everything's cool. Uh, but I don't know if we want to talk a little bit more about that. That's kind of wild. Okay, Carson Wentz is not great, but he is by far one of the most disrespected quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> not by the media, not by other players, but by his own teams. Like, the coach put that man under the bus said he was not good enough, too inconsistent, so that's why they couldn't win. Tossed him. They only five weeks into the season, <laughs> and Rob Rivera's also tossing him under the bus. They traded defense, for this guy. This is the yeah. guy they traded for. While their defense with like three 
first round high level picks are on the front end of it and they cannot get any pressure or sacks on the quarterback. But it's Carson Wentz, my guy. <laughs> like, niggas on his third team in three years. But it's him. But it's him. But it's him. That is why. Yeah, my, my friend Taylor wanted me to let it be known that uh, Ron Rivera has three winning seasons as an NFL head coach and that he owes his life to Cam Newton. So I'm just putting that out there. That's I'm the that's, uh, I didn't say it, but I said I'd say it on the pod. Cam Newton and that defense they had with Luke Keekley because he was different mm-hmm. too. Yep. Luke was really running that defense. He was the mind, he was like the mind body of that defense from that linebacker position. Like just insane. That and man then, was like, hey, listen, they finna run it. Oh no, okay, now they running this way. I'm like, oh wait a minute. And he knew the plays. Like, yeah, not just they was running, he knew the play. Yeah. Telling everybody where to go. Like, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Come on now. And, like, Ron Rivera is supposed to be a defensive guy, has so much high-level talent on that defense and cannot get anything done. Ever since that first year he got there, their defense has been atrocious. Hey, listen, it's Carson fault, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Carson, Carson not nah, tackling he do play a he role in that. Nah, he do play a role in that, but. First year. It's still wild for a coach to say that. Like that's yeah, that is wild. Uh, what else? Okay, the Panthers fired Matt Rule. That we were going to tee off on this, but then we talked about it. It's honestly less surprising than than it may seem on face. Uh, so Matt Rule over uh, the course of like around three seasons uh, went eleven and twenty seven uh, as the head coach. Um, and one stat that I saw was wild is that the Panthers were one in 27 in games where opponents scored at least 17 points, which is insane and means that they just could not score, uh, despite having Christian McCaffrey, who in years past was like 17 points on his own. Uh, so last year they fired, he didn't didn't play for he didn't play for most of those seasons with. Rumo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair, but but they were still ass. I'm taking that. Oh yeah, they're one and four <laughs> this year in games he did play, and I yeah, those four losses also factor into those seventeen or twenty seven. Yeah. So I want y'all to know that Carson Wentz is top five in yards and passing touchdowns. He hasn't been bad. I was thinking. By the way, still... I just want you to know he is top five in the league in yards, probably and touchdowns Two or three internals. Uh, I mean, maybe. Hey, <laughs> he said. <laughs> he is gotcha. three in interceptions. He's How about to say what's that? What's that? What's fumbles? He is three. Yeah, fumbles. Uh, I don't have his fumble stats immediately at my disposal. I can just let yep, you yep. know he is number three in interceptions. Okay, they put you as like mid category. You're like you're like high, and then you just you just come back to balance there. He that James Winston yeah. thirty for thirty. Hey, look like he do, hey, look like he doing balling. shit. Look like he doing shit, but he ain't doing shit. <laughs> I'm oh, Y'all so rude. I was trying to get that man his flowers, but I'm done. You right. <laughs> nah, he he dumps the juice. He definitely not good at all. I don't like all that. <laughs> Alright. Uh sorry for the interruption. Uh, oh no, no. Matt rules Garbo. Oh, yeah, the Panthers also fired their defensive coordinator, Phil Snow, and uh, assistant coach Al Holcomb is expected 
to replace coach as the new defensive coordinator. And uh, Steve Wilkes was named interim head coach. He's a longtime Panthers assistant, and he is from Charlotte. So that's cool. Um, the tee-off for this week. Do you want to hit, hit the, the Ooh, tee-off? Oh, spit that tee, sis. Yes. Okay, so this week's tee-off. <laughs> man, Devontae Adams, our, our consensus number one receiver for the fly-route pod coming into this year. A lot of people's number one receiver found himself uh, in a bad situation after Monday's loss to the Chiefs while exiting the game. Uh, Devontae Adams shoved a uh, credentialed uh, camera operator slash uh, just staff worker to the ground as he was exiting the game. Uh, clearly, emotions, frustrations were boiling over from a loss. Him and Hunter Renfro ran into each other uh, on a play where they were uh, trying to come back, take the lead, win the game. Uh, so on a play where they needed one yard and tried to run a 40-yard route. But, you know. <laughs> hey, granted. That's hey, coaching. That's hey, coaching. Hey, that's also, Josh if, McDaniels. If you, if you don't fucking run into each other, they're probably both wide open. Yeah. So. But that ain't they, they, <laughs> The game, he shoves Stude to the ground. And then today it was reported that he has been charged with misdemeanor assault. So clearly the person uh, went and filed a police report after the incident. And I would guess he's going to be sued. Well, he's been charged. And then the NFL, the stadium, the team, I'm sure we'll all, all be getting sued. And this kind of comes quickly after Bobby Wagner tackled that fan who was, uh, who was running on the field protesting, which is obviously not the same because – uh, Bobby Wagner tackled someone who wasn't supposed to be on the field, whereas Devontae Adams threw down someone who was <laughs> literally there doing their job. It's like, imagine just being at work and, and someone just throws you down on the ground and they're also like a multi-billionaire. Um, yeah. We that's apologize the for it. That, that makes the decision a little easier. Camera. Like, you got to think about it like this. Is Devontae Adams a bad person? No. But Devontae Adams, you've made a mistake that you can't make when you're a multimillionaire. Bro. Because if you wild out and you push somebody when you're a multimillionaire, you know they are coming for the bread. Like it's like when someone says, There's jaywalking, and they're like, Man, I hope this nigga hit me. I'm trying to cash out. Any <laughs> type of violent interaction with a multimillionaire is these is they're the car. The multimillionaire is the car. It's like, man, I'm just I'm I'm begging. I'm hoping something happened. <laughs> do y'all think? Do y'all think he stepped in front of Devontae Adams, hoping to be thrown to the ground? No, no. I think I think they both were doing like they were just walking, and but like. But the thing bro, is, if he, if he bumps into him, nothing happens. Devontae Samuel was going to bump into him, and he extends his arms because hey, he's like, "Bro, what the fuck?" But the thing is, the thing is, from the second angle, like the angle where it shows you like where Devontae's walking. You don't know what that nigga is coming up to do. Like he's just he's literally running at him, bro. He's running. No, he's actually running in front of him in a beeline okay, diagonal. Let, in front of him. He's not run running in, into him. Let me let some shit happen to you. Let me run in front of you and see if you push me. Okay, I'm not maybe saying it's on security. that. Look, or maybe I'm it's on the stadium. Whoever well, he's, he's working out. Exactly. So it was not. They should have had the entrance. The entrance should have been clear for the yeah, players. Yeah, that's for letting if, Buddy run. He was right. He was right in his face though. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Think if he the like, Raiders, uh, you think if the Raiders won though, he would have been more likely to be like, oh, sorry, excuse me, or or he would have just bumped into him. Like, I'm just saying, like. 
it like we see players bump into like camera people, people and on the sidelines all the too. time, right? Help them up, keep moving, right? It's like he he was going to bump into that guy, and it was partially that guy's fault that they were going to bump into each other, right? Because that yeah. guy's probably trying to sprint to where he's supposed to be to get the shot he's supposed to get, right? But instead of bumping into the dude, like Devontae is a little hot for obvious reason, and he extends his arms and pushes him down and then walks past dude like he garbage. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. There ain't no other way to spin this, my guy. Like, no, it ain't like he, it ain't like he went looking for trouble. Devontae just ain't go push some random motherfucker. Uh, I agree, because that's not Devontae Adams. That's not who he is. Right? Even if he helped that nigga up, nothing was gonna change the fact the dude was still gonna sue him. Like, it didn't matter, bro. Like, eat a car. Yeah, no, even if someone no. hits you with a car but and they come out and check on you, you still go cast the check. Bro, but eat a car. To that's me, a fact, that, that shit's so lame, though, on the league, though. Like, the league should do a better job of, like, they know how players probably more or less are going to feel when they're, like, a game ends, whether they win or not. Why the fuck would I have someone? It's different when a fan does it that's in the stands because you, you have to go get the fan unless they come to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why would I have people that close to them at that time? Like, that's the same thing about, like, you know, they brought it up when they interview players right after the game. What the fuck you think them niggas going to say right after losing? It don't matter because that's that's your job. They're it interviewing you right, right after it, the game. Let me follow because, you around at your job all day and be like, yo, how you now look that For how much money? <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. For how much money? For how much money? Because the whole reason why they're doing it. Hold on, sorry. What's up, Cliff? That's what they choose. I mean, they, you you gonna have cameras in your face and all that in that profession. Like that's that's what you're you're getting. Like you can't you can't assault somebody regardless of how light it is. He, if he could have, if you like 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 Ann said, if he'd have just kept walking, they would have naturally bumped. He could have been like, oh, like act like he cared and kept walking. Somebody else would have helped him up. Kept walking, and he, and he probably would. It would have been accidental, but you extended it and pushed him. Like it's out of frustration. You obviously mad about what happened. Like he probably said something too. Like you gotta think about it. It's not that the camera's there. You think I have a problem with him pushing? Like I think he's not wrong for pushing, buddy. No, I don't. I think you're trying oh, to man. say that even I'm if he ain't pushed, buddy, buddy, buddy might have sued anyway. And yeah. I don't think he would have sued anyway because, like, that's just a regular job hazard of like you trying to sprint. Like it happens to people almost every other week, right? It happens to people. Do a better job. No, they're doing exactly the job they need to do. Eric says they can follow me around and I'll say some hater shit. Adams had to control himself. <laughs> hey, yes. And, and you're you going to say some hater shit and I'm going to find you at your job. 15K. Uh, well, bitch. It depends. Did he curse when he said the hater no, shit? No, say the hater shit you want, Adam or Eric. What's his name? Eric Matthews. Eric, say the hater yeah. shit. Where you work at? <laughs> I'm going to find you, bro. I'm going to find you. That's fine, bro. I get what people are saying, bro. He's wrong. I'm not saying he ain't wrong. But niggas act like they could take – bro, niggas be playing basketball at pickup games getting mad when someone talks shit to them. So let no, me talk to you about that shit. You're not wrong about that. I'm just saying there is a price to what you do and how much Definitely. money you make. Right, the boy. reason why they get to make that much money is because they get to broadcast that shit on multiple channels for exclusive rights and a millions upon millions of dollars, which requires that level of media to make that millions and millions of dollars. Like, I it wonder is if he game. said something too when hey, he pushed whatever, him whatever, whatever company gonna let me follow their employees around. I got another free semester <laughs> this semester, and I'm gonna talk that shit, bro. And look, find how much <laughs> money? Like, if you give me, Bitch. if you give me multiple millions of dollars a year, 
and you only get to follow me around one day a week you at my snap. job. I bet you, I bet you one snap. day a week at my job. Hello, Anthony. Why did you do this like this and not instead of Bro, like sometimes I'd be trash? Have you ever tried to do that? <laughs> I'd be like, and I'd be laughing all the way to the bank. And I'd be like, I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you go out there and try it? Like well, we, see players, we see players, we see players get feisty with the media. Like sometimes they sick of it. And that's cool. <laughs> they get feisty with the media, they give them yeah. them smoke, and they don't get fined unless they say some choice words that you can't say because I don't yeah. know, it's a national media broadcast that's <laughs> getting you the millions of millions of dollars that you try to get. I'm not saying like he is a bad person for being frustrated because he's not. We know Devontae Adams, everything he has done in his long ass career says that he is not that type of a person, right? He is not like he is not a he's not a Sue. He's not an A B. Like he's not that type of person. And we know that. He just happened to let his emotions get a little bit of the better of him. Hey, you know what's lame though? Somebody uh on Twitter, they posted the police report with Devontae Adams fucking family address on it, bro. I'ma let you know that shit's lame. That like, you know, he's from he's literally from uh California, bro. <laughs> his brother, or not his brother, one of his cousins got shot like a couple months ago or like last year. Y'all are so lame for putting that man's address. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. They put it on yeah. Twitter with his address. Y'all could have yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's just so lame, bro. Like you I'm not saying the instance Devontae Adams pushing that dude, but people talk all that raw-raw shit to football players. Even like Terrence and Cliff when they was in college, I bet you people talk that raw raw shit to them. But if they saw them two tall ass niggas, they'd be like, "Oh, bro, you, hey, you got it." <laughs> Look, that's the problem of the internet. That people shit, talk spicy yeah. behind oh, a keyboard because they feel comfortable. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like that's just bogus, bro. Like, and, and they want to fight an NFL player, bro. The I will because they the car. Yeah, bro. I will side every time with a player about that shit, whether it's having the media in their face constantly. People talking hot shit and like you know what you call it? Nick be talking hot shit about Matt Ryan. I be telling him all the time. I don't think Matt Ryan gonna do nothing to him, but you should not talk as all this hot shit you talk about. Right. <laughs> Damn, bro, that shit got me, <laughs> shit got me hot. Oh, crazy. yeah. Honestly, damn. Honestly, Devontae out here pushing people. Draymond out here punching teammates that, in the face. Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah. We can. We yeah. We we should transition that. Can we go there? We can go there. Ooh, can I talk first? Talk first. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Ooh." <laughs> I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let y'all know this, bro. I played basketball the whole time in high school. Uh, played at different like open gyms at colleges, different shits like that, or different tryouts. I've never seen someone get hit that hard, bro. I've never seen a teammate hit a teammate. Bro, I've never – I don't even like my brother that much. I've never hit him that hard. Like, bro, he he hit him so hard. The, the second punch, he, it was going to be a punch. He realized he dropped him. He went to catch him. He, I think he didn't even think he was going to hit – it was like it was going to hit him that hard. He's like, oh, my God, you're falling. I noticed that too. He went for a second punch, yeah. but instead was, he was like, "Oh shit!" Let me bro, he was gonna punch him again. He's like, "Oh, you you couldn't take that, my bad." <laughs> bro, you gotta think. I had a buddy. His uh, shout out to Joseph Stewart, who's not related to me or Terrence. This is one of my homeboys. He said, "You know, he's a Warriors fan." He's like, "You know, I'm really disappointed because Draymond, he gets into it with other players, like you know, during games or you know, whatever if they have joint practices." 
he's never once hit another player like that. And he hit his teammate. He's like, that's the only issue I have with it. Because teammates fight. Don't get me wrong. People fight. But if you never check a, a te- like an opponent that way, to just immediately check your teammate like that, like I think that's kind of bogus. But it is, for sure. He hit that nigga hard. <laughs> if, you hit, if you hit someone like that in a game, though, you'll probably miss the whole season. Hey, yeah. but I'm going to let you know, yeah. that's like – yeah. <laughs> That punch, <laughs> hey, that punch has some animosity to it. That wasn't no like, hey, back up. That was like, I've been waiting to hit you, bro. I've They're been- both <laughs> up for extension. They I mean, it also I- might have been like poor shoved him, and he was like, "Who do you think you are, bro?" And just saw red. Like Draymond is the type of person that I could easily see losing control of their emotions and behavior, and just seeing mm-hmm. red and doing something they know they shouldn't do. That's how Draymond smacked the shit out of that kid. At- MSU bar after already being an NBA champion worth tens of millions of dollars. Like Drake, like unlike Devontae Adams, this is in character behavior for Draymond Green. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. Like I can see Draymond getting shoved and just being like, bro, who do you think? Bob. And he's like, oh, I done fucked up. Saw Red, mm-hmm. saw him get slept, and I was like, damn, I done fucked up again. Well, it's definitely not a surprise as far as the behavior. It's just it's just extreme. It, just, it ain't no surprise. Yeah. You never hit a teammate that hard. No, not a teammate. You hit. Yeah, a definitely not. We go. We 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 gonna we gonna do it between the lines. Like I've been mad and and not even run my route during one on ones. But hey, look, Tio no during one on ones they hold yeah. the whole time. I said mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna run a route. Ran smack smack at the corner and just hit him like. Sometimes you just emotions just 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 take over, and you just and you just mad, and you just gotta get it out. But you do it, you do it within the the boundaries of the game. You just stealing off on your man, your teammate is just. Hey, you know, just, just creating, you just creating bad, you just creating bad bad problems. They brought up a good point that like you know maybe the older dudes are gonna have an issue with siding with Draymond, and then the younger dudes are gonna side with Pool as to like yo, you can't let this happen. And then it really brings the dynamic of if you're the Warriors, what do you fucking do? Because you're about to give Jordan Poole that max or whatever extension he was going to get. You're going to give him that. Like he They're rightfully. both up for extension. Yeah, right, right, rightfully so. Jordan Poole has earned that. Like he, he should get an extension. What do you do with Dre? Because like, if I'm Jordan Poole, bro, one, we fighting every day. <laughs> hey, I'm getting my link back, bro. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he wants that. Like that. Yeah, he don't want no smoke like that. No. He, he slept you once with hey, one I'm hit. You, you don't know. want that. He gonna him, take bro. that contract hey. and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know, Terrence. Terrence, you see me get knocked out like that? You better come with me to knock that motherfucker out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, here's here's the thing. Draymond was saying he wanted a max deal. I don't think Draymond's getting a max deal after doing that. Uh, Have you heard of theory that the uh, that the Warriors or let it leak, let the video leak instead of stopping it to drop Draymond's value? I don't know if y'all heard it. I don't. I I'm not saying it, it's but, true. I mean, honestly, I mean, that's a that's a that's a already. good that's a good question though. Because how does that shit get out from practice? Like, why is that? Yeah. Why is that out? And that video Honestly. ain't even go for as much money as people thought. I think it was less than 20K. Like, people thought yeah. it was, like, a ransom That how that video got like out. a million. It was less than 20. So, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's greasy if they did. I don't think, yeah. you know, I think maybe they would do that if every, like, altercation Draymond's ever been in has only been at practice. You know, minor. But he's had, you know, the finals dilemma. 
the Michigan State dilemma, like Ant said. Like, you know, so it don't really benefit them if they leak it because they could have just talked about it and it still would have been a big deal. Well, you know what I mean? No, no, that video, that video made everything no, but, different. But when people were talking about it, they didn't say Jordan Poole got punched. They said there was an altercation. So they I'm saying struck him. Yeah, if they would have said, hey, he he punched Jordan Poole, like verbatim, kind of like, how, obviously, you know, video make it worse. The same thing yeah, with exactly. the Ray Rice situation. Exactly. Ray Rice probably wasn't going to get released if that fucking video didn't come out. And then sure enough, the video came out there. Bye, guys. You got to go. I mean, I don't think he was going to get the max extension anyway. But that could have been, like y'all say, a ploy just to be like, listen, we ain't giving you the max, my boy. Listen. <laughs> And that's the weird thing. They, like, what's his value on another team that doesn't have that many shooters? You know what I mean? Like, Promise you the of... Lakers will give him the max still, regardless of the video. The Lakers stupid as fuck. They give him the max. Here's, here's the thing. A lot of him. teams have Russell, rings. You put Russell Westbrook and oh, LeBron. No, no, no. Well, no, 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 no Russ no, would be Russ, gone by then. Russ's contract is up after this. Oh, you're talking about the following year? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is He's still on go to stay for this year. I don't. He's for sure going to join Bron. He loves Bron. But you can't they, – they should have learned from the Russell that you can't put two ball-dominant dudes together like that, especially the ones that are not that great of shooters. But Draymond doesn't need to be ball-dominant. Like, that's the thing. Draymond does a lot defense. of – Yeah, Draymond does a lot of other great things on the court that doesn't require him to have the ball in his hands at any time. Set screens and play defense. That's all he mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he And that's not Russ's game. Russ's game is primarily on the offensive end of the ball. I'm ball saying in that – he he does those screens and shit because he plays with two elite shooters. But in the half court, I'm not saying Draymond in the fast breaks handling the ball. When he was younger, he would handle the ball, you know, bring it up. So I'm saying now he kind of just ha- facilitates it in the half court. Like after Steph brings it up, he's kind of setting the screens like you guys say, but he's dropping the ball off. Duh, duh, duh. I'm saying how's that look on a team that doesn't have two or three ungod like two He'd ungodly be out of the league? He wouldn't then, be in the league no more. <laughs> and then one shooter that's really good. <laughs> Eric says Draymond would struggle if he played on eighty to ninety percent of the league, but don't let him. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> he's uh, right. He's right. He you have to have that, the right Eric, team. He's smart. He said, "Hey, hey, I'm not gonna say that to Draymond the way he just did Jordan Poole." I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, notice he just said, "Hey, just don't tell him I said that." Like, yeah, but nah, sure. I don't think he'd be in the league if he was on any other team. Honestly, no. There's some teams that could do it. He'd be on the team, but the thing is, like. He's an aging player, and like Eric just said, it's declining. And it's not like, you know. Ask Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown about that defense. Ask me. Look at all those Boston Mm -hmm. turnovers. Had to go get a point guard because their stars can't handle the ball. Guarded by who? Right. Well, Wiggins, really. Uh, Let's be honest. Wiggins. Wiggins. Playoff Wiggs. But those are talking about Boston. But that was like, that was like, you know, younger, a younger, like, that's like when the Heat got to beat up on OKC in the instance of their young, like a young team. You know what I mean? But if they went up against Milwaukee, Dre's not going to be able to hold Giannis like how he could just, you know. Uh, okay, let's be, let's, let's just. Ain't nobody. Here's a disclaimer. That's a different. The physical difference between Giannis <laughs> and all the other players different. we named. Is okay, Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum. 
KD is not as strong as Giannis, so you can kind of get into his body. You've seen the P.J. Tucker. When P.J. Tucker was on Milwaukee playing D on KD, and KD's mom is in the stands yelling, this ain't football. All I saw was KD still getting off. People say that <laughs> shit about putting your weight on him. He still be getting off on people. Well, he's like, KD. He going <laughs> He's KD. Like, yes, playing good that defense that on Kevin Durant do. don't mean he don't get off and hey. score 20, score 30. He's Kevin that's, Durant. Bro, that weight don't do nothing. The nigga just look at you and be like, all right, you're pissing me off. and just keep scoring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Hey, we did guard ourselves all in the damn tournaments. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. Eric says Boston guarded themselves in that We season. did. Jason right. Tatum averaged like 18 turnovers a game. Might as well have been. That boy Jalen yeah. Brown was snapping. Yeah, Jay Jalen Brown too inconsistent for me to find. He's missing free throws and shit. He pissing me off. Yo, let's run into the RPO because we already half an hour in. <laughs> yeah, yeah let, me, let, me get, let me get that cami cam real quick. All right, so the first one for you, Mister Tony Playboy. So both the Rams and the Bengals fell to two and three after this past week. So is it safe to say that they both will miss the playoffs? Since both offenses, now mind you, they're both of their offenses is supposed to be their their strengths. So if they continue to put them in a hole, do you, do you see them missing the playoffs based off of what you've seen up to this point? So in the NFC, right, I feel like the Rams is more the is, is significantly more possible. I feel like the Bengals can still kind of pull through in the AFC, particularly just because. Who else in that division do you believe in? And then you get out of that division and you get out of the AFC West. Who else in the AFC do you believe in like that? Bills in the AFC East. Miami's in a little bit of turmoil with a lot of injuries. Like the Bengals are going to be fine. The Bengals defense has been crazy good this season. And I think that's something that people aren't noticing enough. The Bengals defense has been crazy good. And honestly, Burrow is just kind of dealing with this too high safety Mahomes moment where they're like, yeah, bro, nothing deep. I, right, bro, we, we didn't see Jamar Chase do this bullshit <laughs> all year long. Like, no more, no more. Y'all gonna have to take everything short and then take it to the house. And it's, it's limiting their offense significantly, but like they've been getting significantly better as an offensive team each and every single week. And I think we have not seen that level of consistent improvement from the Rams. That's where I'm at. Okay. I mean, I still think it would be tough for them to come out of the AFC, honestly. It's just a lot of teams. Potentially. It's still a lot of teams, though. They're going to have to win some games at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So, the Rams, I mean – same with them. They look so bad. Like, Stafford is – oh, my goodness. He Did you know he's on, like, his sixth center? Yeah, the offense alive. The offense alive. Ooh. Bad. That the, the difference in them is the Bengals are are young and and developing. After all the play, they added a, some players on the offensive line for sure yeah. too in the offseason. And and I think like you, like Ann said, they're just into that too high look versus the Rams who no off no offensive line. They they not they not developing shit, but but shit. Cause they ain't blocking nobody over there. All they're doing is trading away picks, trying to get. Some I can't wait only, to clip and that. The, and the only man, <laughs> <laughs> and the only man he throwing a rock to is Cup. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They blanket it up, but it just and don't matter. I'm just gonna put two on him. He's still gonna throw it. He's still gonna throw it. Bro, picking two niggas like a. I'm not gonna say it, that. Is. Y'all don't believe in Ben Skoranek or whatever? Bro, I don't know what Matthew Stafford issue is, but I heard that from like Lions fans on Twitter talking about like he only throws to one receiver. And now after Man. like looking at it, I'm like, bro, because I seen something bro, funny too. Bro, there ain't no way like Allen Robinson is on this in ungodly decline, bro. Like he gets his best quarterback ever, and he's just. He's not wow. getting targets. He's, bro, he's not getting targeted. It's not even you can't even say he's declining because he's not even getting the opportunity to make bro, a play. He's they, just threw, looking. they threw an obvious play. Routes. They threw an obvious route to him one time. They literally got the goal line and you knew it was going to Allen Robinson. They had him isolated. And Matthew Stafford still threw a dumbass pass over to Allen Robinson. Like, bro, everybody in the stadium knew this was when you were going to throw it to him. Like you went the whole field, not throwing him the ball, and you had him line up. Isolation hey, uh, by himself. I seen I seen something somebody posted, I guess, this past game. He wore white sleeves. It was like he wore white sleeves just so he can get some targets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, and I saw what um <laughs> how we was just talking about um how we was just talking about Jamar Chase. Um and their offense being the like stagnant. Man. I saw uh, um pretty much like a, a route diagraphic of Jamar Chase compared to Justin Jefferson. And Justin Jefferson shit is light years ahead of Jamar Chase. But that's because the old routes. He runs that's more a, routes. That's yeah. if I had to pick a receiver, I would take Justin because he's yeah, he's he's running like Jamar is really relied on pure athletic ability with the plays he's made. Like Jefferson can route you up and then smooth get missing on you. Uh like he's in my opinion, he's he's different. Like, yeah, he's had those games where he you know, he gets solid matchups, but I mean, we Chase has those same games. Um, but as far as versatility, I think I think Jefferson's the better. I don't player. even think Allen Robinson needs to get separation compared hey. to him get separation. I just think Stafford doesn't look for him. Like we all, I feel like we all feel like Allen Robinson can win the one on ones. Like he was a highly sought after yeah. free agent when he became a free agent. Like anybody would have been happy to get him, but going there, he thought he was going to be like a. I think really? like an Odell situation, like, oh, I'm gonna get the ball. Hey, like, Stafford yeah, did throw the is. ball to two people there. Hey, he but was there giving was... Odell them. He was he was hey, he was hey, beating Odell. Hey, they was... just said they just said that uh that uh the Rams have not sent offered their last offer. Yeah, yeah. No, they no, they said they haven't lost they haven't offered that like they're not done. Like yeah, um, McVay said they haven't they... sent their last There's offer. Know. Two points. Yeah, it's because OBJ burnt them on social media saying that they offered him pennies and not his worth. So now they got to kind of try to clean up, especially after all the good shit they didn't talk about how important Odell was for them to get to. Like, come on. That's, he is, that's coming, he is also coming off an ACL injury, though. Like, hey, but, but think about that. Though. I, I know, I know. But they, man, they need him so bad that you 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 better do hey, something. But, but <laughs> You better do something. Or they, and it, like I said, they're not going to be in the playoffs. Tio's right for bringing up the targets, but that's the issue that Robert Woods had early on the season when they got Matthew Stafford. Because Robert Woods had said, like, there, there was that thing that he wasn't getting targeted. And then there was one game they just targeted him the whole time, and he got, like, yeah, yeah. went off for eight receptions, 100 yards. And then back to, like, Cliff's point about Justin Jefferson, just to backtrack, he really runs, like, elite routes, like, way better yeah. than Justin Jefferson, Jefferson or better than uh, Jamar Chase. Chase is really just man He's like a... Like a, I would say he reminds you of Debo, but you don't utilize him how you do Debo, if that makes sense. 
Like he's a better receiver than Debo, but he's not getting used like you know to he's run very the ball. Phys- he's very yeah, physical, he's, big body. He's yeah. every time. Exactly. Yeah. So he's like, hey, give it to me. And then the 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 offensive coordinator difference is Justin Jefferson gets moved around now. Like they're like, hey, get in motion. We'll put you in the slot. Da da da. And Jamar Chase, he's really just an outside receiver. But the other problem is T Higgins is an outside receiver. So he there are two outside receivers. And then they're relying on you know Hayden Hurst and Tyler Boyd to like make up the in, the inter like intermediate the middle stuff, and they can because they have Joe Mixon. But the other issue is they just stop running the ball, which is weird because Joe Mixon be eating yeah. in the run game. They be coming so, out passing. I'm like, bro, it's the the offensive line has really been the because they they have super low yards per carry to start the year, just because the offensive line hasn't gotten chemistry. And, and like y'all were saying before, that will probably get better. But Joe Mixon is really good. He's top five back, bro. Run the ball. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're not getting time to throw the ball with Burrow or you can't get Chase open, because I just watched Marlon Humphreys clump, like, clamp Chase after everybody was talking that shit. It's a different <laughs> – that's the thing. The Bills defense, the Ravens defense, the Saints, like, if they're fully healthy, when you have, like, your corners and your safeties back and everybody's healthy, or even the Cowboys this year, because somehow they're doing a bunch of shit. When you're, everybody's on the same page – your elite corner can take out that dude or, like, really cover that receiver really good. Because he's not trying to overcompensate for, like, oh, I got to help this dude in zone. or hey, you know Jack, Jones, Jack Jones for CB1. CB1, Jack Jones. Jack Jones. Jones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jack boy. <laughs> nah, he ain't bad, bro. I don't care. Nah, he's nice. Nah, he's, he like, nice a, he's not a one, but he's definitely a solid two. Like, easily. Yeah, yeah. So – the next one here for Cliff. So, are the Cowboys a top five team and a Super Bowl contender? You running them passing on that? Uh, <laughs> I took the one. I, 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 I probably got to. I probably got to. I probably. I, I really don't know. If you said top seven, top ten, I probably could have gone with it. But I'm a. I'm a pass. Because I just think, um, shit, I really don't know. I'm going to run with it. Fuck it. I'm going I'm to I'm run with it. I'm going to run with it. The defense has been looking solid. I think I think uh, our office, if they can manage the game, our defense can keep us in it. Keith, I don't know what you're talking about. He said somehow we – Cowboys defense doing something, but we led the league in turnovers last year. So, we're going to pass by that and we're uh, picking up where crazy. we uh, – And, look, picking up where we left off this year with the defense. The defense is carrying the team on their back. Last year it was kind of like both handling their weight, but really the defense is, is, is making stops. Like we've allowed the least amount of touchdowns, I'm pretty sure, in the league. So, we're, we're making plays. Granted, our schedule is, is poop shit. Um, but it don't matter because we don't control that. So I think I can I think I can run with uh, run with that and say that we can can be a top five team mainly because of our schedule. Um, and honestly, it's going to come down to those games versus um, obviously the tough opponents, but really the Eagles like this week. Okay, right. um, Sam, this one's for you. It's here. their so. year. <laughs> I say, I say all that. I say all that. <laughs> do, do you think the Dolphins will be able to hold hold it together without Tua? Run a pass. I'm gonna run with it. Uh, their schedule outside of this next game, which is against the Vikings, 
they're coming up on a pretty easy part of the schedule. They got Steelers, Lions, Bears, Browns, Texans, and then they got some tough games at the end, 49ers, Chargers, Bills, Packers. But uh, Tua should be back in the next few weeks, if not this week, it seems like. Um, and I, I didn't ever think Tua was the thing that was team. <laughs> they got to get their defense back healthy. And as long as Teddy or Tua can be out of concussion protocol and getting the ball to those receivers – they should be able to be making the plays to win the game. But their their defense is what's going to carry the team. they got to get guys back healthy. And, and one thing that looks nice is Raheem Mostert uh, is starting to heat up and get a lot of a lot of carries. So they got wrecked the last two weeks. So I can definitely see why, especially after a – what the was Jets it? put up 40. 17, yeah, 40 to 17, lost to the Jets. It's not looking good, and I think they're going to lose again this week. I think the soft schedule in the next few weeks should help them out get things back rolling. Okay, okay. So our, our last question here go to Keith. So did the AFC West go from the most exciting division to the most disappointing division? Now, this is based on preseason hype as far as the most exciting division. Uh, I'm going to run with it. I don't think it's the most disappointing right now. I'm not ready to rule them out. You know, the Raiders – the Chiefs game, it was good. I mean, they just let the Chiefs come back on them, which was in fucking insane. They let Travis Kelsey get four touchdowns. But they I mean, won and four now. Huh? They won and four. But I'm saying the games are, <laughs> you know, the games are still – it's not no – like the two games that are going to – the games that are going to come on tomorrow. Like, I'll still go – I'll still watch a Raiders game. I'll still watch a Broncos game. But I would Hell say – Hell no, I'm not watching the Broncos. I'm, I'm going to say the uh, – yeah, that's a fact. I'm going to say the division <laughs> as a whole is disappointing. But that Broncos team is is disappointing. Like I, I can watch the Raiders play because I like watching Devontae Adams. The Chargers but they're I mean, losing. Bro, I I still like watching them play. They they, they, they lose it entertainingly. Exciting You got Josh the fucking Broncos over there crazy. scoring nothing. You going to overtime game nine nine? I want to watch Yo, that's that the shit. Thing. The Broncos defense is so good. I don't want to watch that shit on prime time. That shit is garbage. Bro, I watched I watched Devontae Adams catch a goal ball and politely just push somebody off him. Like, yo, get off me, and I'm in the end zone. So You're I talking like about the cameraman pushing too much. <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing it. I think it. I think it's a. You know, maybe the division gets better, but Russ is playing god awful. So that that's. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you know what fucked them up though? Broncos that, uh, country, y'all trash. You know, what, you know what fuck Broncos country. Uh, oh shit! Saying, I seen this. Uh, Future hopped on that uh that remix with Boston Richie, and he said, "I'm still smashing on C." And somebody must be playing that in the Broncos locker room because the song is fire, hey. and it must be fucking with this nigga's head. They was bro. trolling him at the um at the last game. They was playing my collection by Future. He was like. <sighs> You know, if I hit leave one that man alone, part of my man. collection, I was like, "Yo, I feel, I feel leave that man alone." He already got, he already, he already struggling, man. Leave Bro, that. I feel <laughs> bad for him, but that's such like an easy way for someone to like get in his head. I feel like, like it's so, it's so easy, bro. Because like he's married to him, this is wife. You know that shit bother him, bro. Like, it's oh not, yeah, for sure. Like he might be able to deal with some of it, but he gets to the stadium. These motherfuckers playing future, and them stadium speakers loud as hell. They playing songs like part of my collection. If I hit part it of my collection, like, hey, I'm telling you, he hear that Boston Richie. They got to see still, me. I'm still smashing on C. He gonna be in there. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, whoever playing the music. <laughs> Sam, right. right. you can hit us with the uh, the players of the week, man. You, you can go ahead. Okay. So, player of the week was fun this week. My my offensive player of the week was between two people who are listed at tight end. One of them is actually a tight end. The other is more of like a tight end, fullback, running back, quarterback type of thing. Everything. Uh, Special with, teams. I'm going with uh, the home team this week. I'm going with Taysom Hill. He had 112 rushing yards. Four touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns, one passing touchdown, and a win over the Seahawks. Um, so, what what I thought was the best thing is like every time he's on the field, they they knew what was coming and just couldn't stop it. Crazy, uh, and he was dominant. So he moved himself into like a top ten fantasy tight end based off of one game. We- just. <laughs> Just because the fantasy tight end shit has been so bad this year, um, so he, sorry, Mark Andrews and that, that Travis Kelsey trying to pick up. Yep, Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey have been solid, but pretty much everybody everyone else. else has been a disappointment. Hawkinson had a, a really good week and then put up like a dud the the next week. So that was Taysom's Taysom's value, like Taysom's value is up for sure because he literally does everything though, like. If if he does have a game, like he could he could throw one, he could run one, he can catch one, like he can literally do it all. So uh, he's definitely got got more value. Yeah, we just had TJ in in in, in the car seat. That's all. Had him with his little bib on and his pacifier. You know. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Also, with with the Bengals missing Michael Thomas and now Chris Olave in concussion protocol, um, Jarvis still hurt. Uh, Taysom and Kamara are like really the two kind of like consistent offensive weapons that it looks like they're going to go to. So for my defensive player of the week, I gave it to Matt Judon from the Patriots. Shut out the line offense that had been really hot, the number one offense in the NFL. What was it? The only team that had more touchdowns than Lamar Jackson through week four was the Lions. Um, and then to be shut out week five, that's just being out coach, but also, um, some really good play. And he ended up having two sacks, three quarterback hits and a forced fumble, um, in, in, in a really big shutout win. So I thought he definitely deserved it. I thought about just giving it to the Patriots defense as a whole, um, but decided to, to just actually give it to an individual. And for special teams, I got to go Daniel Carlson. Um, kicker for the Raiders. He was three for three on field goals, including a 53-yarder. Um, also two for two on extra points. Scored 16 fantasy points. Number one kicker in fantasy on the year. So, um, and no one like took back a punt or, or really did anything that crazy that I saw. So, showed some love to the kickers this week. I like it. I like it. Vibes, vibes. All right, we got Keese with the surprising slash disappointing fantasy players of the week. I'm going to have to check my fantasy playoff. Obviously, most disappointing is Russell. He's been disappointing. I regret picking him. It's just we play in a two – we play in a league that has two quarterbacks. And Lamar respectfully gets off a little bit. Like, you know, he might have a game that's kind of bad. And then, sure enough, here comes goddamn Russell – <laughs> he just lets me out, and I hate talking fantasy because, like, I think Russell's a good dude, but like, he's just in the slump for 
I, I don't know whatever reason he's in a slump. So he's in that slump. Um, he's my most disappointing. I'm gonna have to look at my guy forward who snapped for me. It was Justin Jefferson. He gave me 30 points. Uh, yeah. 12 receptions, 154 yards. He did all that within the first half. I think he had like seven in the first half. And he got the rest. Honorable mentions, Gabe Davis. He made one of my favorite safeties in the league right now look like a little boy. <laughs> Fitzpatrick, he caught a 98-yard touchdown, I think, over – was just single coverage, and then he that caught – was running rocks on there. Bro, he caught the second touchdown literally over Micah, which was pretty ridiculous. So those were my two – Definitely most disappointing has been Russell's thus far. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm, with, I'm with you, Eric. I'm with you, Eric. Yeah. Waller, Waller lost me two leagues this week. Two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two. I, I don't talk about getting hurt. He could have just played a half. He could have just hey. played a half and I'd had a chance. Hey, that boy with Kelsey Plumley though, or Kelsey Plum, the uh, the girl that just won the WNBA championship. Yeah, I watched the Travis Kelsey in three leagues, so that's I, as you should. He's oh, he like him. six catches for Travis Kelsey. You did not. He had no but he only had twenty five yards though. He had no yards. Yes. He was scoring all he had like because he had six catches for four touchdowns. Right, that boy twenty five yards. Oh, I know. Hey, hey, that boy Sam got belt the ass this week in fantasy football. No, <laughs> we had a good game. Travis Kelsey just carried you on Monday. As he did a Ooh, he said he Hey, it could be carried. Guess that what hurts. I'll be sick, man. <laughs> it, is, it is 120 to 140. That's not hey, that. Hey, throw them hoes up. Hey, Darren got to see me after that you one. Said, you, said one, one you said 120 to 140? Yeah. I mean. That's a little <laughs> bit of a dog walking, though. Like it's, 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 not, it's not like it's a close. fifty point. That's like that's like almost I, losing. Okay, to, yes, losing you have lost 20, worse that's almost losing games by twenty one, and like <laughs> that's like losing by twenty one. You scum. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that wasn't too bad. Though. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> the boy my, said, my he said you healthy. got skunked, my guy. <laughs> that's my rude. Nah, he missed the twenty. He was twenty. I'm making a championship. Okay, we got the five fly picks, man. I got cooked again this week. I went one and four. I took the my I took the Dolphins. Then Teddy got concussed on the first drive, and some nigga you've never heard of, that's a seventh round <laughs> draft pick, was their quarterback. I took the Chiefs, Ravens, and Eagles. They all lost on the spread, but got the win. Of course, I took the Cowboys as the dog because I have no idea how they were five and a half point dogs to the dog shit Rams. So that was the only one that came through for me. I'm 9-15 and 1 on the season. Uh, let's try to get it back this week. All right. The first things first is, yo, Kilo Kel says skunk. <laughs> Agreed that you got skunked, my guy. I'm going to wear like, it. I'm going to wear it. Granted, Sam has lost games by like 30 and 50 boy, this year in our league. One and four in the fantasy league, I think. Yeah. It's tough. It's going tough for him. <laughs> Uh, it's going tougher, but my first pick is the Niners versus the Falcons. The Niners are five-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm taking it, even though they're on the road. The Niners' defense is just way too good. Teams average 12 points a game against them. The Falcons only put 15 up last week against uh, significantly not as good defense in Tampa Bay. The Niners are also getting catching fire on offense, and it's kind of coming all together now that they're shifting out of the we thought we were doing Trey Lance packages, but we're going back to last year. <laughs> Second game is the Bengals versus the Saints, and I think this is my most dangerous one, but I'm going Bengals minus two 
on the road. Uh, Eric says take the Falcons in the points, obviously, for the first one, which is like, I mean, you are from Atlanta, but uh, I ain't doing that shit. (laughs) 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 Could could be me. Uh, Nah. Yeah. uh, Bengals versus the Saints. I think the Bengals' defense is good. I talked about that earlier. And while the Saints' offense is coming together, so are the Bengals. This is the one that, like, I am least confident in out of all the ones that I have up there, but I really do feel like the Bengals will bounce back after a loss last week uh, to the Ravens. I don't see them losing two in a row. The next game I got is the Jags versus the Colts. The Jags are two-point underdogs. I'm taking the Jags. We know the Colts like to give up the cheeks to Jacksonville. We know they like to give up the cheeks to Jacksonville. The Jags are underdogs in that game? The Jags are two-point underdogs on the road versus the Colts. And the Colts, like – the Jaguars are the boogeymen for the Colts. Like That's they got them shaking in their boots. Like, <laughs> um, like the Jags are better at yards per play, points per play, third down percentage, red zone percentage, and they have a better defense when it comes to opponent points per game. I like the Jags here. My next game, and this is going to be an exciting one: Bills versus the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The the Chiefs are two and a half point dogs at home against the Bills. The Chiefs have the best scoring offense in the league. The Bills are close behind, though, at two. They are also great in the red zone as a defense. The Chiefs are, even though the Bills' total defense is better. But we know they're dealing with some injuries on the back end of that defense in the secondary. That's something I expect Mahomes to be able to exploit. I like the Chiefs as a a two-and-a-half-point dog. Eric says, (laughs) and this is funny, fuck deep dish pizza. (laughs) I said what I said. I'll be back to claim my victory. Uh, (laughs) Yo, my last one here, Broncos versus the Chargers. The Chargers are five-point favorites. I like this. Take take that all day fucking long. (laughs) Okay, so everybody likes that one. Like, the Denver defense is really good, but the offense is so bad. I just don't think they can keep up with L.A., regardless of how. How good the defense is. Denver has a 21% success rate in the red zone. The Chargers have a 52% success rate in the red zone. God damn, that's so bad. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm taking Chargers minus five. That's my five five picks. Hopefully I finally, like, catch fire and catch back up coming into the season. (laughs) Um, Eric is leaving. Appreciate you for popping through. Uh, We'll see you again. And now I got some for y'all, right? And these are outside of that. But I always ask y'all about the big spread. Last week, it was the Bills and the Steelers. And nobody wanted to take that 14-point spread. And they got skunked by 30. Hey, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Panthers versus the Rams. The Rams are 10.5-point favorites. Wow. Who are you taking Panthers are favorites? No, the Rams are 10 and a half oh. point favorites. 10 and a half? 10 and a half. The, Lam- I mean, the line is 10 and a half. I mean, you got P- you got PJ Walker playing, so but that offense is shit with the Rams though. But that I don't I don't I don't really see the offense for the other side being too much better. Yeah, I'm gonna take it. So I'm gonna take it. 10 and a half. I, I even the if they kick the field goals, I'm gonna take it. The half gets me. I, I think those motherfuckers can. I think those motherfuckers can win by ten. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm taking it. So Teal, Teal's taking the Rams. All right. <laughs> Cliff is taking the Panthers. Anybody else got any feelings on this one? Ten and a half points. I think I'd take the Panthers. All right. I oh, think the oh, Rams Baker's will hurt. win. It's Walker. I, I think the oh. Rams will win, but I, right. I haven't seen that they'll I'll take, be I'll anybody take the Panthers. Okay, so T.O. is alone on the Rams. On the Rams can win by 11 points. <laughs> Solo, baby. Solo. That point, that point uh, going to come off the edge. Fierce with that no offensive line. Yeah. Okay. The next one is actually a close spread I'll ask you about. Patriots versus the Browns. The Browns are two and a half point favorites at home. Where y'all at? Man, we finna win this game, so I'm taking us all day, every day. Okay. All right, T.O. 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 got the pats. Did Jacoby Brissett play for the Patriots? Yes. Yeah, he did. That's that's his first couple games. Yeah, we drafted him. Yeah, all right. I'm taking the pats. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking the uh, brownies. Okay. If y'all can can stop Chubb. Y'all got the dub. I don't think you're stopping Chubb, to be honest. We whooped their ass last year with Chubb. Y'all stop Chubb, y'all got the Chubb. That boy on some other shit right now. So where you at, Cliff? You you got the Browns or the Pats? What was the cover? Two and a half for the Browns. Two and a half. Browns are two and a half point favorites. I go go Pats. All right. Another 3-1 here. All right. right. That's interesting. I think y'all gonna. I think y'all gonna stop. I think y'all gonna stop Chubb or contain him enough and make and make Brissett have to beat you. Okay. We got some really good man-to-man cover DB. So you ain't got a lot to cover outside of Amari Cooper. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I like it. (laughs) All right. All right. We got. I'm done here. We got Keith with the game of the week. Ooh. Are we looking ahead or are we looking behind? Well, looking ahead into week six. Week six. All right. There's a lot of doo-doo football going on, as we know. Tomorrow, (laughs) you know, stay away from that. You don't want to see that. I wouldn't recommend that for anybody. I don't want to be a homer. So, obviously, the game of the week. The NFC least is special honorable mentions because somehow, you know, this division, the Cowboys winning games, the Eagles are undefeated. So that might be an actual good game for once in the last six years to actually tune into. But the game of the week why, is going to be. Why he taking sh- – how many how – many <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the, what's the Ravens record? Let me just ask you. Yeah. We, got, we, got, we got two losses. No. Yeah, y'all three and two. Okay, 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 okay. So, yeah, don't worry about us. We got we got fucking two Super Bowls in the last 20 years. So chill out, look. Chill out. <laughs> chill you, right, you right. You right. Pay the man. Yeah, hey, let me go ahead. <laughs> fucking go hey, ahead. Anyway, any motherfucking way, the uh the big game of the week is the Bills and Chiefs. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be spectacular. I'm really excited to see because the Chiefs, you know, everybody's like, oh, Tyreek Hill does so much. Da, da, da. There's no Tyreek Hill. Granted, the Bills secondary is a little depleted right now, but to see this matchup, and you know, I feel like it's gonna be a pretty even matchup. Granted, Von Miller coming off the edge against Orlando Brown. He's going to probably dog walk him. Orlando Brown is getting dog walked by a lot of people lately. I don't know what it is. I thought he's, I think he's really special, but I think he's also that tackle. Max Crosby is whooping his ass. Him and Chandler, boy. I think he's that tackle that he really does benefit from being in a run heavy system 
that you know you do pass it like the Ravens did pass it but like it's run heavy I kind of just get to move you out the way instead of like I gotta kind of keep you in front of me so that's definitely the game of the week Chiefs Bills I like both quarterbacks to probably throw for over 280 easy okay vibes vibes all right we got a new segment Cliff is gonna hit us up with the no huddle we got 40 seconds on the clock, like an NFL play clock, where Cliff is going to pose a question, and we got to be quick and succinct, which is not our thing. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Sweating over. I'll, I'll make it easy on y'all. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty simple. Y'all y'all just gotta y'all, y'all just gotta flow with me. All right. So we're gonna start with Sam and Ant to go with the first question. Uh, which NFC North team has the best running back duo? So you got the Bears with Montgomery and Herbert, Lions with Swift and Williams, Packers with Jones and Dillon, and the Vikings with Cook and Madison. Yo, I hate to say it. It's probably the Packers with Jones and A.J. Dillon. Dillon? Yeah, it's probably. it's probably them. It's probably them. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a different answer. I say the Lions. Uh DeAndre Swift is averaging over 10 yards a carry before he got injured. Jamal Williams is top 3 in touchdowns only behind Chubb and Saquon. So I think in terms of production it's a I love it. I love it. Good call. All right, this next one's for Tio and Keith. Uh who do you guys think will emerge as the best wide receiver in the AFC South? So you got the Colts with Pittman and Pierce, the rookie. You got the Jags with Kirk. You got the Texans with Nico Collins and the Titans with Robert Woods. Kirk. Kirk I'm going to go Pittman and Pierce. Hmm. Hold on. Pittman, Pitt, hold on. Pittman, Pittman or Pierce. Nah, nah, nah. I just picked I just, oh. I just picked a few. Pittman or Pierce. I'm going to go Pierce. Oh, I'm okay. going Kirk. I like that. Okay. I like that. Kirk is gonna get shut down. Are you telling us the answers after this, or no? There is no answers. You you guys are. What did he? Hey, so he <laughs> thought it was a test. <laughs> he thought it was a test. <laughs> he's trying to win something. Yeah, he's trying to win. Look at that. Hey, uh, all right, all right. This next one. This next one's for uh, Ant and Tio. Uh, which NFC West team or teams? Has the best chance of making the playoffs. So you got the Niners at three and two, the Cards, Rams, and Seahawks all at two and three. Niners, Niners, yeah. Niners, like Niners and Niners. They ain't no, no other answer, bro. The Niners yeah, have the yeah. best defense in the NFL, and their offense is finally getting back to what it looked like before because they falling back into old habits, old schemes that was dominating the league consistently with Jimmy G at quarterback. It's the Niners. Yeah, yeah, Niners. Consistence on the Niners. One hundred. That's a tough. That's a tough division. We probably everybody probably didn't expect to be that 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 close though. Um, Next question I got for Keith and Sam: Uh, Which one win team has the best chance of making a push for a playoff spot later in the season? Now, obviously, the big ones are going to be the Raiders, but the other ones are the Commanders, Lions, Panthers, Steelers, and Texans. Lions. Somehow they keep putting up points, and I don't know what's going on with the defense. Maybe they're missing a couple pieces, but they keep barely losing, honestly. I mean, they got skunked this past week, but 
prior to that past week, like they're putting up numbers, you know. So I think, you know, they're not going to keep getting. I give them the best chance. Obviously, like you said, it would be the Raiders, but if we're going outside the Raiders, they got to go Lions. They're just putting up too much. What about you, Sam, right quick? I agree, but if I had to say another one, I'll say the Texans because AFC South sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Someone has to win that division. Yeah. All right. Next question is for Sam and Sam and T.O. Uh, so which one of these teams has the best wide receiver core? Uh, the Bengals, the Bucks, and the, or the Eagles? I'm going to say the Bengals. I know Jamar Chase has been struggling. I think they'll figure it out. And I think him, Higgins, and Boyd is still the best core three. I'm going to go to Bucks. Um, I mean, Chris Godwin, we know Tom going to feed him. And Mike Evans is a beast as well. I mean, back to back to back to back, thousand yard seasons. And then you got a man child and Julio Jones. If he can stay healthy, I mean, you got them three. And I mean, yeah, you got Christ. three elite receivers. Lord help you. Lord do help. I like both of those. I like both of those. All right, last one. Last one I got for Keith and Ant. Uh, which one? We were just talking about defenses. Which one of these teams uh, has the best defense in the NFL thus far? You got. The 49ers and the Bills giving up only 61 points, and the Cowboys giving up 72. Yeah, you know me. I'm a Niners gang. Yeah, bang, bang, Niner gang. <laughs> y'all going, y'all going Niners, Niners over Bills? Hell yes. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, because the Bills are hurt. You see Nick Bosa's, you know, what he do on the field? What he do on the field is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, see, I see Von Miller out there too, though. Hey, they nice. The Bills are nice, but the Niners are different. Oh, Niners are ungodly because there's like four starters missing for them. What is it? Four offensive starters. It's four defensive starters that they're missing, bro. All right. That's all I got. All right. Bet, bet. We got T.O. with the Ballers Bouquet. Yeah. So you giving it to yourself? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I would have. Hey, like, hey, hey, don't tip me. <laughs> so, y'all, as y'all know, too often the media be giving these guys a lot of difficult times. So, for us, we want to be different. We want to spotlight the guys and give them their flowers while they're still here and thank them for the things that they do for our communities. So, this week, we're going to spotlight work done. So, Warwick Dunn, honestly, is probably one of the most charitable guys out there and has been for years at this point. Um, So, if y'all might not know, his mother was killed while working her second job in armed robbery. So, um, since he joined the NFL, he made it his mission to provide support for single parents so they don't have to go out and get a second job. So... He has a home for the holidays program, which he gives these single parents a home. So he has provided more than 100 homes for these families. And even after Hurricane Katrina, he he challenged each NFL player to donate $5,000, which resulted in about $5 million uh, being raised for Katrina relief. Um, but also some things that he's received for his charitable donations are the Bart Star Award, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, the Wizard White NFL Man of the Year Award and received the Giant Steps Award from Bill Clinton. So just something, like I said, that he does is, um, you know, providing homes for the single families. So and that's something that he's been doing for, you know, years running. So 
definitely want to give him his flowers for all that he continues to do. So. It's that word down back from those Vic days, boy. Hey, you're me. Big dog. Facts, facts. All right, so that's it for episode 88. Does anybody else have anything else they want to talk about? Facts. All right, we appreciate all of y'all. Everybody that's listening, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, After the Fact, if you live with us on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, we appreciate y'all coming through, chopping it up with us, and we cannot wait to give you episodes 89 next week the, the, the fly route pod the fly route pod. The fly.